Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. The episode that I'm going over today is Podcast 1278 with Kevin Hart. This is a cool one. Uh, Joe came in I think on a Saturday to do this. Maybe it was like a scheduling issue. He usually doesn't do podcasts on a Saturday from what I can remember. Or at least that's when they posted the put the podcast up but you know you can imagine kevin hart's schedule if you follow him on instagram or you um check out any of his social media you know that just like the rock he's one of the busiest fucking guys in show business and it was really cool to have him sit down with joe and kind of really go through like what his routine is like how he stays positive how he sends his message out there, really what he's trying to get to with his comedy and his other programs. And I'm telling you, this is a really inspiring podcast. He's a super, super positive guy. Uh, And not in the woo-woo weird way either of like believing and manifest destiny and all the rest of it. He's He's just putting out a good message and surrounding himself by really good people. Um, and, and again, really pushes that positive message. You know, he says, don't let negative people into your life. He's huge on that. And I think when you get to the point where you are The Rock or, you know, Kevin Hart or people of, of that kind of level of fame and success, you really can't have people around that are going to complain about everything, that that are just going to moan, the types of people leaving one-star reviews on everything and yelping. And being like, this restaurant sucks. It's just like, okay. You know, maybe it does, but focus on the ones that you like. Don't go back. And uh, that's really fascinating because it not only says a lot about Kevin, right? And Joe really resonates with it too. He feels the same way. And obviously, Joe Rogan's very successful as well. So to see that as kind of a standard for that level of success is really important to pay attention to. So what does that mean? What's the question there? Well, I think that what it asks is, you know, one, what are the negative people that you have in your life? How do you identify them? And and how do you get rid of them? And getting rid of them is such a harsh word because it's like, okay, these are your good friends and you've got to get rid of them. Well, you know, maybe at least point out that they're a lot of times pretty negative, pretty down on themselves, you know, um, Kevin even says it on the podcast. He says, you're your own worst enemy. You're the only thing getting in your way. And a lot of that is true, though it seems like it's always external uh, forces that are getting in our way, right? It's it's like the world is out to get us rather than we're the ones slowing ourselves down. But it certainly doesn't help to have people in your life that are going to be negative. So identify them. But then also the bigger question and maybe a harder one to ask is, are you the negative person? And that's a tricky one. But what I would say to that is if you want to find out if you are and you're the type of person that leaves reviews of like restaurants on Yelp or on Google or whatever, have a look at your reviews. Give them a read. And if the majority of them are negative, then maybe you're a negative person in some aspects. And it's not going to serve you right, from the message that these very successful people are saying, I'm not preaching to it, listen, I don't know, but from what they're saying, they're saying, you know, Kevin and Joe, it's not going to serve you, so think about it, you know, think about those sorts of things, think about the things that you focus on, and see if you can make a change and, and make these things 
more positive just in yourself. That was the big takeaway I got from this podcast and why I really liked this conversation um, in a big way. They they cover the Oscar stuff, right? So for those that aren't familiar, Kevin Hart was given the position of hosting the Oscars. And then something came up in his Twitter feed that like 10 years ago, he made like a homophobic reference. So he pulled out of the Oscars and they ended up not having a host. Um, and he pulled out because of the controversy. He wanted to step away, you know, but he wanted to make it clear, listen, I'm not a homophobic guy. And I wasn't understanding the current situation to step in and, 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 you know, he apologized and did his thing and then just went quiet on the subject because that was the best way for him to handle it. It wasn't like keep pushing and he said he wasn't educated on the plight of what people are going through today when it comes to, you know, the maybe the homosexual community and, and the struggles that they have and these different things. And he needed to be educated on it before he had a voice and before he spoke about it. And it was just like a stupid off-the-cuff comment that he made. And it was 10 years ago. Not to say that, you know, you're instantly forgiven over time, but it wasn't a crime. It was just something that he said. And, you know, people are paying the price for all sorts these days. You know, he... Talking about when Kevin says that he's like giving back, right? He's really big on this and he gets into it talking about financial help and helping people with credit in areas, poor areas where like he grew up or the types of communities that he was surrounded by uh, when he was younger and when he struggled with with money and finance. And he wants to like get this message out there. Of, and I really like that because, I mean, he's a he's a comedian and entertainer. But he's also hitting home to a fundamental aspect of our society, which is making money and being able to pay your bills. I mean, it's it's probably the single biggest concern for almost everybody all of the time. And I think that it's really fucking cool that he's spending that time to kind of turn around and, and get people together and put a message out there and being a voice to say, hey, save some money or or invest it or whatever his message is because he was saying that look if some you know a couple of like big wig white guys from wall street are preaching something to like inner city areas you know of ethnic diversity they're not listening they can't relate it doesn't make any sense but someone like kevin hart people are going to pay attention to and they're going to be like what is this message and it's going to be really interesting to see how far that goes. He also has a college program where he's putting kids uh, in college and helping them with their tuition and, and those sorts of things and getting a lot of money for that. And I guess he's, I think he said Tony Robbins is also going to match his donations, which are like well over a million dollars. So that's that's really cool stuff, you know, that these people are doing that and giving these people this opportunity. And And then he also pays his respects. You know, he's like humble in his own right, which I liked. He gave a lot of credit to Joe and said that he's really inspired by Joe's podcast. And I, I guess Kevin has like a radio show uh, and he wants to improve his radio show because he saw what Joe's doing. And, you know, it's about being inspired by other people doing well rather than being a hater, you know. And I think a lot of it is just that they focus on it. There's only so much energy that you have, so much energy in the day. And you have to ask yourself, how much of it am I wasting being mad or jealous or pissed off with other people? Can I just say, all right, if I don't like something, maybe I can do it better. And 
um, if I'm jealous of something, then I should just be inspired by it and go try something like that myself. And I think that's really cool because we've all been there. We've all been haters. We've all been frustrated. We've all been jealous. We've all been like, this sucks. You're an idiot. This is dumb. You know, it kind of sometimes feels good to get that out, but it serves very little purpose in the long run. And it's, it's not going to get you to that kind of level of success. Not that we all want to be there, but if you want any more success than you have, then a good way of going about it is, is that being positive, you know, being inspired. Kevin talks a little bit about his New York City comedy group. It was like Patricia O'Neill, Bill Burr, some of those great guys. And, and, you know, honestly, I'm super jealous of what it must have been like coming up with them. And not to say that, like, they're talking about you shouldn't have any haters. But, of course, comedians shit on each other all the time. But they do it to kind of toughen each other's skin and to laugh and to have fun. And they were constantly giving each other shit. And he tells a story about how Patrice O'Neill threw a phone book at him. And, you know, you listen to that conversation in the podcast. I won't do the bit, but it's it's very, very funny. And it's brutal, too. I can imagine, as a comedian, having your set interrupted midstream by somebody that just crushes you and then has a way better joke than you. Uh, it must be very difficult to survive from that. And if anything, it really makes you tighten up. I mean, that's going to make you want to have much better material so that shit doesn't happen to you at all. Um, and and then he talks a little bit... I mean, Kevin doesn't really have um, comedy that's insulting, you know, really. But some people do. Some people have dark humor. And the point that Joe and Kevin make is that comedians don't write jokes to make hate, right? They, they do it to make you laugh, for sure. And if it doesn't make you laugh, then they change it, the joke, or work on it over time, or they drop it. And that's a very important thing to think about when you watch comedy or think about it, or you are offended, because it's not their goal. It's to create a reaction, but mostly they want laughter, right? They're trying to get laughter. They're trying to work it so that it's at its funniest. They're not just trying to be an asshole and insult people. And it's a very difficult craft, especially when someone is working on a bit. If they're working through a bit, they haven't quite got it complete yet. And then someone from the audience just shouts out something like, oh, I'm offended. I mean, they're fucking it up for everyone that's there. And they're not giving these guys a chance to practice that. You know, I mean, look, comedians are always going to be responsible for being up there and having the potential people just like yell out to them that's tough tough you got to deal with it but uh give them the chance you know to like figure out their bit and it's just how comedy is uh one big compliment that joe gives kevin at the end and it's it's a bit of a goggins quote is that joe says kevin is uncommon amongst uncommon men and i really like that and it's just that he's so super successful and still crushes and still pushes that when Kevin talks about writing a book, right, or doing a podcast or having this message and, like, being as active as he is on social media, he's just trying to push what he's learned about all of this. Like, how did he make it work for himself? Was there something magical? Is it just luck? Or is there a bit of a process? And it seems like with a lot of these guys, there is. And being very positive, not being a hater, um, you know, being super hardworking, but, but doing it for the right reasons, helping, giving back, all these things seem to resonate. And I think that's beautiful. I really do. 
Um, uh, I was super impressed by this podcast and this conversation. And uh, it was really inspiring. I didn't know a great deal about Kevin Hart's philosophies and things. And I'm, and it's really cool to hear it. I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger fan than I was for sure. So I'm so glad that he was on. And I really hope that he comes on again. I, he was talking about doing it again. And uh, I think it was a great conversation. And they certainly should because someone as big as he is, it, you know, it's like getting the rock on. It's like, let's get these guys on and let's hear their message and um, and just enjoy that hour. But anyway, thanks guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Peace. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.